Hey there, hey, it's Tuesday, yay. Thank you for tuning in to another pod of Born to be a Star. Today, we are going to talk about some fun things, so let's just dive into it and get to know each other better. I mean, at this point, I think we know each other, and I think you know how I feel about a lot of things. Uh, It's important for us to love ourselves, acknowledge that we're people, we're human, we make mistakes, we can get up and we can just move forward. Instead of soiling in the shit that didn't work out well, why don't we move forward and smell the grass that's greener? Because there is greener grass, we just got to go find it. So instead of us just relishing in our own bullshit... Let's find a way to enjoy our lives, okay? That's the moral of the story. We're living now. We're not thinking about what we're living in the future. We're living in our now, now. So let's dive into it. Thank you for tuning in. And the first topic we're going to talk about is trust. And what do I mean by that? Learning to trust even if it's uncomfortable. So I think when we're in situations and someone doesn't do something that they're supposed to do and they end up lying or misusing our trust or taking advantage of us or treating us badly or saying one thing and doing another I think that's when we start to realize that the person might not be trustworthy and that can happen fairly fast or it can happen fairly slow I feel like this is a situation where you need to be able to recognize the liar right away So you don't give all the cookies away before they pay for the cookie bag. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to clarify what I'm saying by that. But what I'm saying is you have to learn how to trust people. There's gonna be people that suck. Let's not lie. They they exist. They're gonna come in your life for a season, not a reason, and they're gonna want something. And then once they get what they want, they're They're not going to be relevant anymore. They're going to disappear. Like, you know that by who contacts you, who keeps up with you, who is, you know, keeping up a relationship with you. If there isn't anyone there, then obviously that, that just, that's food for thought. Why aren't they there? What did they need for you that they were able to get that they're not there? But trust is difficult. Like, if you've been done in multiple times by people that you've trusted, sometimes you don't want to trust anyone. And that's okay. Um, It's easy for us to feel like we don't want to trust anyone. Because why would you want to trust anyone where, when you're constantly likely thinking, every time I trust somebody, they're going to take advantage of me and they're just going to use me up and squeeze me till there's nothing left. I think the worst is when you trust like a boss or something at work and you're in the, under the assumption that yeah, if I do a good job, my boss is going to really like me. No, I don't think they actually care. I think it's a situation where they're just doing their job and, and they don't even know you exist. I hate to say that, but I don't think they care. I, I don't think they've ever cared. Um, I think they go into it being a manager wanting to care. But at the end of the day, they have to protect their job. They have to protect, you know, their responsibilities. And they're just managing you. That's what a manager's job is. I'm not saying there can't be kindness or there can't be, you know, some sort of uh, respect variant there. Like, I don't know. At my job, I don't really get bothered because I do my job well and I just mind my business. But in other situations, like I don't know if you work retail or if you work in like a sales service, the the relationships could be different. But trust, 
chess is chess is a very fickle fickle thing but i think that if if the person is showing you that they have the ability to be trustworthy and even if you've been done in before you still need to open up your heart i think the best the best way i could tell you how trust works is a good story about church. I have a lot of bad ones and a lot of situations that have made me just wonder about it, but I have a lot of good ones as well. Um, meeting a pastor and his wife named uh, Pastor Stephen and um, Amanda Monopeke. Um, when we first uh, joined the church, I got involved with some of the groups and um, Pastor um, Stephen is in charge of one of the um the Sunday schools. And um, at first I was very reluctant to do it. I don't know. And I was very, I don't know if I would say shy, but just a little weary about it. Just because my perception of church is, is something different than maybe others' perception of church. The whole envelop, envelop, envelop thing or the whole money thing about church i don't i don't know i don't i don't like any of that and that's what ruins it for me and i'm not saying all pastors do it i'm not saying all churches do it but there's a lot of insanity with jesus that i don't understand and for a long time i didn't go to church okay let's just say that so i finally started going again to the church i'm a member of now and um it was hard for me to open up my heart my mind, my spirit to allowing a pastor to just talk for us to just talk about God or for us to just have conversations. Some of them were kind of itchy and some of them were were nice. It was like an, an environment where it's more so geared toward like Jesus and the Lord and all this churchy stuff, but kind of geared toward letting people in that you normally wouldn't let in and then them becoming like your family away from a family and that's kind of what church is to me I don't know if that's what it is to you like even though I'm not going to church right now because of COVID and that's my own thought that does not mean I don't want to go back at some point I do it's just I'm not messing around with these variants and I'm not doing that but it was hard for me that to trust a pastor or his wife or to to be involved and to volunteer and to do any of that. But once I started doing all of it, I, I don't know, I felt like I became better and stronger and happier. And it, I don't want to say it gave me a sense of purpose because I always have a sense of purpose, but it gave me a sense that I was doing something good and it felt good like volunteering and helping and and doing all the things involved with the church and being and being a part of like my Sunday school group and and doing all the things that we did together I felt like even though it was not for like an extended amount of time and there were times where I would go and there were times when I wasn't but I was trying to be there as active and you know a part of that as I could be I really felt like that made a difference and it was really hard for me to trust and to listen and believe and to learn all these things but I did it and I don't regret any of that so that's just one example there's been examples where I started school and I didn't have any friends and I didn't know what to do and I had to open up myself and and I found people that I that I've been friends with for years and there's situations where I was mad at family members or 
I didn't know what to do with this. We all come across these situations in our lives. And I think it's our responsibility to just learn that even if something didn't work out before, that doesn't mean that that, that that's going to happen forever. Sometimes you have to put the shields down and allow people in. And and I wouldn't change any of the relationships that I've built up. I wouldn't I wouldn't stop any of it. All the pictures, all the memories, all the things I've been a part of, everything I've done, I'm I'm okay with that. And everything I'm going to do, I can't wait to do it. I want my children, I want my home, wherever I'm going to next, outside of where I live now, wherever my home is right now. I want my future to be even better than what it is now. So trusting and opening up my heart and having the ability to not be so down and doopy and miserable and sad and alone and making myself be happy, even when I don't want to be, is a part of that. And it can be difficult. But we got to do it. And that leads me into our next topic. Can't look back when the future is forward. You can't look backward. So this coincides with what we were just talking about. So if, if something did not work out or if a plan you had failed, if something you did didn't go the way you thought it would go, because you never know how something's going to end up until you start it. You, you can't predict the future. I'm sorry. We're, we're not actors in a movie we're we're people we don't have that ability and all these people saying that they could tell the future i feel like they're lying so i don't know that's just me um it's not all gonna work out it's not all gonna be pretty sometimes you're gonna have to do things a lot longer than you thought to get where you want to go money is definitely a part of that and you know if you are on a limited budget or you're not just filthy rich or you haven't put a lot of your money into a 401k or stock market you're likely not at that point where you're not worried about anything i don't know i feel like one day i'm gonna be at that point it's not now but what i'm trying to say is um You can't look back. If you're driving in the car, you have to look forward so you don't run into anything or run into anyone or get into a car accident. That's your life. If you're walking forward, how can you look backward? You can't take any of that with you. This coincides with what we were talking about last week about the past is gone. It's gone. You can't get it back. There are no time machines. We're not fixing anything that went wrong. That decision you made, if it didn't work out, move forward with whatever's next. Sometimes, sometimes where we're supposed to be isn't where we thought we were supposed to be. Some things, sometimes things don't happen out the way we thought they would. And that's okay. Because that leads us to some place even better than we thought we'd find. So look at it like that. You are a star. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're talented. You're just incredible. And if no one told you that, I just did. So if something doesn't work out, if something you tried did fail, if you put all your eggs in one basket and the basket just blew up and all your eggs blew up with it, it's okay. You can go to the store and buy another box of eggs and start over all over again and 
and just move forward. It's okay. Things happen for a reason. And we keep talking about that because COVID kind of makes it difficult for us to see the horizon because there isn't any horizon while tens of thousands of people are dying a day. Whether it's your family or the person that lives next door and their mom died. Obviously, you're going to feel that. And I just want us to take into consideration that we got to live. We can't offer explanation for it. And we have to move forward. We can't keep looking at the past. We can't keep relishing in what we wish we did. If you wish you did something, if you still have time to do it, then go do it. Go do it. You can't keep relishing on, I did this, but it didn't work out. So down, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so it didn't work out. So what did you do after? Okay, look at the positivity. We have to be able to find the good and the bad. We have to be able to find the, the good in all of this, okay? That's possible. You are a star. Don't forget that. Don't lose sight of any of the good things and all of the bad. So let's leave that there. You can't look back when your future, your future is ahead of you. Remember that. Our fun topic of today, which is Tuesday, is What's beyond the United States of America? Everything and more. Um, like Norway is a great place to look at if you're thinking about moving. Canada is definitely a great place to think about moving to. Um, just what they've done during COVID, giving their citizens $2,000, really helping them get back on their feet. And the whole number system where you have to be a part of the society and you have to be a part of the community is just amazing. Uh, the United States does not have that here. So it's it's different. But they should have a number system here. I don't know why they do. Like you should have to have like a. Things should be structured differently here. And they're not for whatever reason. I could get into the semantics of why it's not likely. But we're not talking about politics on Tuesday. And I don't even want to talk about them. Because I look listen to enough news shows that I. You don't want to know what I do. Um. It would just ruin your whole your whole day every day. Um, the United States of America is not that great. It's built on slavery and lies. And I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I don't like representing for the um, Fourth of July or Independence Day. or I don't feel like those are important things. But I feel like the only reason I feel like they're important is because we've been lied to. Why don't we celebrate the days when slavery ended? Why don't we celebrate the days where we became sort of like a community? Why isn't that celebrated? I mean, there's a lot that's wrong here that's not getting fixed. And no one's acknowledging what happened to Native Americans and what happened to African Americans. And I'm saying African and Native first, because Native Americans were here before anyone. And you know what happened? Their land was taken. Does anybody really talk about that? No. And the casinos don't make up for that. So sorry. Also, African Americans, 
were robbed of lives and were slaved and treated like property. So tell me how that worked. And also, who's responsible for that? I want to know. Hmm, who's responsible for that? Because no one ever takes responsibility, and a lot of people want to act like none of it happened. So until a place takes responsibility and faces who it is, it's lying. Like, the United States of America likes to go into other countries and tell them what to do. Why are we doing that? I don't understand that. The United States of America can't be the greatest place in the world if you're going to other countries and breaking them down to take all their resources away and make their lives hell. And then the reason why we're having such a difficult time with immigration in the United States of America is because all the places these people are coming from are horrible. Like Venezuela, are we really going to have a conversation about that? Cuba, Colombia, all these places are complete nightmares. You know why? Because we probably ruined it, man. Like, dude, literally, please. They're the United States of America. Get a mirror and look in it. You're not perfect. You're not great. You haven't even admitted slavery, which happened I don't know what year. There should be checks being sent out to everyone that was related to a slave in the United States of America. Not only should there be checks being handed out, but there should be some type of homage for that. There be, should be some way for us to recognize slavery in this country instead of lying about it every damn day while they kill black people on the street during the daylight because it doesn't matter because black lives don't matter and I'm not going to go into a whole black lives matter thing on this podcast because that's not what it's about but it kind of is what it's about and I'm not racist I don't see color I see people not the color of their skin that's not how I was raised that's not how I grew up that's not the town I grew up in and that's not me But that is a lot of other people. And this United States of America is not united in anything. If no one recognizes that what happened in the past is not good. And we can't keep lying about that. Not teaching children about reality in school and lying every damn day to pretend like the United States of America is so great. It's not. We get overcharged for medicine at the damn medical doctor. The whole medical structure here is ridiculous. We spending all this money for housing. That's ridiculous. There is no affordable housing here. Like, are you kidding me? They make all these kids go to college, including myself and my husband and everybody else. You got to go to college to find a job and then you go to college and then you can't find a job or you go to college and there aren't any jobs because the people that are supposed to be retiring are not retiring. They're still there. Ten years goes by from graduation. Still can't find a permanent job like that. Tell me how that works. And then you owe student loans. So how are you going to pay the student loans and buy a house? and have kids and do this and do that how are you going to do that you don't have a fairy dust parent that's just going to buy you a house and be like here here's a house here's the present that doesn't happen no one's going to be like here i'll pay your student loans off so you can afford to live that doesn't happen so how are we going to buy food and gas for our car and electricity and how are we going to do any of these things how i just want to know how the united states of america is so great If I just said all that stuff and that's just one situation, let's not talk about the fact that they invite people here and then treat them like crap. Food for thought. Think about 
the people that you're seeing at grocery stores and think about the people that are doing the work in the mall where they're vacuum cleaning the floor and they're doing all this stuff. Think about all these people that work in the food industry that are farmers, that are picking oranges and apples and all these things. We need to be saying thank you. Not only do we need to be saying thank you, but we need to be welcoming these people in a community environment, trying to help them. If we're so united, we need to be those people. Food for thought. Happy Tuesday, and I will see you tomorrow on Wednesday. Thank you for tuning in to another part of Born to be a Star.